Happy Sunday, young leaders. Um, I am Godfrey Aso, your mentor and coach. This is a leadership incubator that uh, we created to help young Cameroonians who are interested in uh, applying for the Community Solutions Program sponsored by IREX. The program will require you to spend four months in the United States next year and uh, the selection is being done under the auspices of the United States Embassy in Yaoundé. I know some of you are familiar with programs like YALI. So um, Community Solutions Program is similar to YALI but I believe it's more uh, intensive so why did i create this platform um i was catapulted into leadership at the age of 11. i started secondary school as a as an assistant class prefect and when i started enjoying uh, that role i upgraded myself to full class prefect by form two of course through academic excellence and uh, from the age of 12 to this day i am 39 years old now there has never been a year in my life when i have not uh, been in a leadership role so um, <clears throat> leadership as far as i am concerned is not a job leadership is the process of actively solving problems in your community and creating measurable impact. So whenever you want to ask yourself whether or not you're a leader, simply ask yourself, what problem am I solving? Who am I solving that problem for? Where am I solving that problem? How am I solving that problem? How can my impact be measured? And why is this problem important to me? Those are the basic questions that you can ask yourself to assess your leadership potential. Now, my motivation comes from the fact that in my career, I do a lot of traveling and uh, I've won a number of awards and distinctions here and there. And um, I have featured on selection panels for some of these competitions. So I have an inside view of how these programs will work, what these sponsors are really looking for. The bottom line is that the world is in big trouble. and all the needs that human beings have can only be solved by other human beings. So we can go to the moon, we can you know, invent all the new technologies that we want, but if we don't succeed to engineer humans with the ability to solve human problems, then our civilization is of no use. So leadership is really a priority um, area, you know, in all aspects of life, in all domains of human existence, because 
that is the only way we will move forward no matter how educated you are no matter how rich or poor you are no matter what your religion is or your political affiliation your gender your tribe your skin color if you don't develop your leadership skills then you don't belong to this century so that's why you know big organizations they pump in a lot of capital here and there trying to inspire leadership in young people trying to help young people build their leadership skills because that is the only way we will move forward so in my own little way uh, a platform like this is is the way to go you know this millennial generation you post spend most of your time on the internet and um, uh, a forum like this is a virtual classroom which I mean, anything we share on this forum, you're more likely to get it. You're more likely to be interested in it than if we were to to hold some seminar in some hall in Bamenda or Yaoundé and so on. So when I travel, one thing I see almost all the time is that you hardly find Cameroonians in some of these places. I mean... In 2017, I attended a global health seminar in uh, a global health conference in Tunisia. I actually won an international award at that conference. So you can imagine my flight, my hotel, all the five style uh, lifestyle was paid for by someone else. Now, at that conference, we were 400 participants. And guess what? I was the only Cameroonian. Then, there is a student competition that they call um, Student Projects for Health. I've been on the selection committee of that project for two years running. You go to a seminar and you find 16 winners that have been selected from around the world. You have six Uga uh, Rwandans maybe two Kenyans, two Nigerians, no Cameroonian. And when you see six winners from the same country, what that tells you is that the number of places that were reserved for the whole of Africa, they have given them all to those Rwandans because people from other countries did not apply. So what is wrong with Cameroonians? Cameroonians are so intelligent. Let me, I mean, I say this everywhere. The average Cameroonian youth is like 10 times smarter than the average youth that I meet from other countries. And you may be surprised to hear that up till today, I have not met even some American PhD holder or so who, who, who impresses me, you know, to the level that I was expecting. So uh, Cameroonians, because of maybe hardship or um the broad base and intensive nature of our primary and secondary education and our maybe multicultural uh, and uh, colonial history all that merged together and so on oh, i don't know what is genetics cameroonians are intelligent but there's something wrong with this generation you don't look for information. You spend all your time on 
Facebook and WhatsApp, you don't know how to even fill your own University of Boya or, uh, online application forms. You pay people to do your e online registration for HND. Some of you, I, I hear that you, now you also pay people to, 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 to print out your, 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 your tax numbers, even though the website is, you know, is free for everybody. So what is wrong with this generation is apathy. You guys, you're not hungry for change. You're not hungry for opportunity, although people are complaining about poverty and unemployment and so on. So if you are not the kind of person that is passionate about digging up information, uh, building your skills, you know, exploring the world, then you always remain where you are. Talking about skills, digital uh, uh, competencies are the modern-day version of the machines of the Industrial Revolution. When the Industrial Revolution started, the people who were skeptical about learning how to use machines, they remained peasants. And those who learned how to use machines and grow their companies became billionaires. It's the same thing today. We are living in the digital age. Those who are acquiring and using digital tools are becoming billionaires. And those who are still sitting by the fireside in their villages and, you know, dreaming their life away, that's how you remain poor. The cell phone through which you are listening to this message, let me tell you the truth. It carries more computing power than the computer that was used to coordinate the moon landing. That is a fact. So this instrument in your hand is all you need to turn yourself into a millionaire. But most people are not aware of it. The only thing you know how to use is Facebook and uh, WhatsApp. Some of you don't even know how to use an email address. And as we are speaking, this program that we are introducing to you, the application process is online. And I bet that there are people in this forum who are going to have nightmares filling that form. So the responsibility is yours. If you want change, you have to change yourself. So having given you that background, which I hope um, has motivated some of you, let me take the next few minutes to go through the orientation package that I presented to you earlier. So I did four videos to demonstrate to you how easy it is to build your leadership profile. So there is content on this forum that we keep, you know, we post like every now and then when new people join so that everybody should be on the same page. The first uh, message is a welcome message containing all the links, the links to the official program site, the application portal for this program, and then the other links. The second link is a link to the Sustainable Development Goals of the United Nations. I will talk more about that shortly. And then the remaining four links are the links to the YouTube videos that I created two days ago when we started this forum. So all you need to do is click on the program link, read about the program. What we are doing here is just guiding you. We are not the program managers. So leaders are readers, as they say. 
when you ask some kind of questions, it's very easy to tell that you did not read. But And I can assure you, if you don't have the patience to read, forget about leadership. So go to the program page, read what the program is about, read the eligibility criteria and satisfy yourself that you are eligible. If you satisfy yourself that you're eligible, then you can pay closer attention to what we're doing here so that we can guide you to now submit a good application. So the first um, consideration is your leadership framework. What is your leadership framework? Your leadership framework simply um, answers the question, who are you? What problem are you solving? Where are you solving that problem? Who are you solving that problem for? And why? Why are you interested in that problem? And uh, the why is so important because if you don't make a story personal, it will not be unique. And if you're not unique, you get missing in the crowd. That's easy to understand, right? So in order for you to, to identify the problem that you are solving, um, we are using the UN Sustainable Development Goals as the reference, the framework. The Sustainable Development Goals give, uh, provide a global consensus uh, that all member countries of the United Nations arrived at about the pertinent problems facing our society today. So using the Sustainable Development Goals is a shortcut to prominence. If you can point one, two, three sustainable development goals that you are addressing, then you're on your way to establishing a good leadership profile. The second uh, consideration is your leadership impact. If you are solving a problem, then definitely you're creating um, value, you're creating a solution, you're creating impact. And that impact must have the following characteristics. It must be specific. So it's something that you, you can name. For example, that um, you, you for the past two years, you have been teaching um, human rights to rural women. Rural women, you've been teaching them their rights and how to protect themselves from sexual violence, for example. So it should be something that is specific. It should be measurable. So measurable, can you count it? Can you quantify it? How many women were you, have you taught so far? 200, 2,000, 20,000? That's a number. It's measurable. Is it um, an achievable goal? Well, if you say that you did something, people should be able to feel comfortable that that thing is doable for you given your circumstances and your resources, right? So if you say that um, through seminars and workshops in the villages, you have taught uh, human rights or sexual and reproductive health rights to uh, 1,600 young girls, okay, that, that makes sense, that's uh, achievable, right? If you say six million girls and they were like wait how did you access six million girls through workshops over what time frame you get it so your 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 
the impact that you're saying should be something conveniently, you know, that people should not question whether it's achievable. It should be um, relevant, relevant to the quit the, the problem that you said you are solving. So testing the relevance of an impact simply means what problem is it solving. So if you come and create, um, if you go and, 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 build a school where people are not living you have invested something some huge resource but which will not be used right so it's not relevant to that environment and then it should be time bound time bound means that what you say you have done you should be able to tell when you did it so it can be a time frame it can be a particular time like okay between 2016 and 2020 i did this or on this day, I did this. So you should be able to put a timestamp on it. And finally, your impact should be sustainable. The example I like giving is, okay, you have one option of going to a community and distributing sanitary uh, pads to young girls, which is a laudable initiative. But as far as I'm concerned, as I mean, a project-minded person like me, I'll tell you that that is not sustainable. The impact of that is maybe on the scale of 1 to 10, I'll give it an impact of 2. Because the moment you turn your back, those girls will need sanitary parts again. But if you go to that same community and you train those girls on how to sew reusable sanitary parts and then teach them how to sanitize them before reusing, <clears throat> You have just raised the impact of your project to a scale of 9 over 10. You get it. So that's the power of uh, sustainability. So having looked at impact, let us now look at uh, your leadership platform. Like you see how some people have been asking, oh, I'm a cinematographer. You know, where is the leadership in cine cinematography? Oh, I'm a teacher. Are teachers eligible for this program? <laughs> now that's exactly why we created this forum because most young Cameroonians I mean uh, you, you can hardly find a young Cameroonian who is not doing something that is affecting somebody's life but these are leadership potentials that are being wasted because you don't have a leadership framework in mind you don't have a leadership culture you were not taught leadership in school or, and you're not participating in leadership development programs. So you have leadership potential that you're wasting because uh, of that lack of guidance. So your leadership platform is basically um, how you go about, let's say, what's your job? Okay, let us say, what's your job, right? You can say, hey, I'm a student. And I'll tell you that, yes, as a student, you can be a leader, right? You can say, uh, I'm a volunteer. And I'll say, yes, if you're volunteering, you can be doing leadership while volunteering. You can be, you can say, hey, I'm a professional, maybe a banker, a nurse, a doctor. Yes, in your professional role, you can be leading. You can say, ah, um, I'm a business owner. Yes, as a business owner, you can be a leader. And uh, the most obvious one, uh, I run an NGO or a common initiative group or an association and so on. That is 
what most people think leadership is about. That is one platform of leadership. But all the others that I've named to you are equally uh, credible platforms of leadership. So whether you are uh, running a charity organization or you are an entrepreneur or you are a professional or you are a volunteer or a student, you can use your platform to lead. Because like I said, leadership is not a job, it's a process. So your platform serves as um, a, well, a platform <laughs> on which you carry out that process because on that platform you meet people, you identify problems, and you solve problems, right? <clears throat> so let us now move to your leadership activities good so on that activities i like to look at um this dichotomy between generic activities and innovative activities all the activities that you can think of on that i mean all the the, the professional domains that you can think of like uh, teaching, cinematography, journalism, um, law, um, and so on, driving, acting, singing, those are activities, right? Which, for the purpose of this orientation, I will group as generic activities. If it is something that a bunch of people are doing on a regular basis as the, maybe their job or the source of their livelihood and so then that is a generic activity. But if you adapt an activity in a unique way that solves a unique problem, then it becomes an innovative activity. Let me give you an example. Um, our friend Ami Banda is a renowned journalist. I think she's now with CRTV uh, Bafusam. Um... When she goes on air with that beautiful voice, she's doing her job. That's journalism. That's broadcasting. But if Ami is doing um, a radio documentary series on education of the rural girl child, she has now adapted her journalism into an innovative intervention that is solving a problem that now becomes a leadership activity. Uh, our friend Angu Peters says um, he was trained as a laboratory scientist, but he has been teaching for the past seven years. So your seven years of teaching is what you have been doing to earn your daily bread. That is a generic activity. But if you go and convert your lecture notes into PowerPoint presentations, uh, team up with some IT guys to develop a mobile application that will, you know, that will host those programs, and you can demonstrate that for the past one year, maybe one thousand of your students have downloaded and watched your educational videos. You know, especially as over the past years, they have not been able to go to school because of the Anglophone crisis. That now is an innovation. 
you get it oh okay let's take another person say um um i don't know which nurse is among us here but if you're sitting in the hospital consulting on a daily basis treating patients and so on that is your job but if you say that um once in a month you go to um neighboring villages on their country sundays and you organize training seminars in women's groups to teach young women or to teach mothers how to use their local food sources to prepare uh, balanced diets for their children so as to fight malnutrition that now is an innovation so you now see that the domain in which you find yourself is just a tool right the same cinematographer who is shooting videos for mr leo and daphne and so on you can use those same resources to shoot a documentary on how um survivors of 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 the uh, maybe internally displaced people are surviving in Douala and yaoundé as a result of the crisis or children who are who have been out of school for seven for, for for four years now what are they doing when they are not in school it, you know the same resources that you have all you need to do is add an innovative twist to it to solve a problem that other people are not solving that makes you a leader so those are the four key pillars that you can use to construct a leadership profile and if you I mean, those of you who, who are smart, this orientation is enough for you to submit a winning application. But we'll go one step further and say that we have provided you with an email address. When you log onto the application portal, fill your create your account, fill your application, then save it, right? save it if you you someone who does not have solid uh leadership experience or you're not used to filling out some writing this kind of motivation letters and so on there are two important parts of this application your leadership history what you have been doing in your community and then your vision those are the decisive aces in this competition so what we can what we are offering to help you with is that fill this forms as best as you can then copy out your responses onto a word document and send to us by email we will then work with you one-on-one -on -one, you know maybe even call you talk with you you get more uh, a, a deeper perspective of who you are and what you have been doing use that draft as a template to build you a more um, mature a more compelling application because my conviction is that many of you have been doing great work but because of your lack of leadership iq you are missing on out on these opportunities so what we are trying to do is convert transform what you already are into the leader that you can be at this stage we are not uh, interested in those who don't have anything to offer if you don't have anything to offer 
you are welcome to stay in the forum because after this competition is over we can now then start again from scratch and start training you you know with the leadership skills that you need but for now the focus is on those who are applying for this competition and um, those who have the capacity to just follow this orientation and do a good application because they are already a bit experienced you're welcome to do so those who are just starting and you feel that you'll be more confident if somebody reads through your application before you submit we are ready for that so since we cannot it's not it's not professional it's not uh, legal for us to tap into your um, application portal and fill out an application for you in fact i don't even do that so when you fill your form simply copy out the questions and answers do a word file and email and then we will work with it send you the updated version that you can now use to update your application and submit we also encourage interaction on the forum those of you who are more experienced this is an opportunity for peer-to-peer -peer mentoring so um step up actually i mean be a leader right <laughs> leaders leaders always show themselves wherever they are so you have the permission to interact and uh, mentor others so that at the end of the day, all of us will be better than we were before we met. All the best.